Grey Geelong Finance is the executive sponsor of the One Take Podcast. Grey Geelong Finance's aim is to provide their clients with choice and a simplified lending process for home, investment, commercial, business, car and personal loans. Let them do the hard work for you. Review the market, deal with the banks and find the best financial solutions for your personal situation. Specialising in residential home loans and refinancing, Grey Geelong Finance would love to help you achieve your financial dreams. Book an appointment today at greygeelongfinance.com.au or give them a call on 0437-095-312. But it's Hall of Fame Day. Let's not dilly-dally. It's time for the pod. Welcome to One Take, and we are here for episode 012, the Premier League Hall of Fame pod on liquid football. John Robbo joined me on Saturday morning, and uh, we went through the 23-man shortlist for the Premier League Hall of Fame vote. Thierry Henry, Alan Shearer already in, and six more spots to go, so each of us went through our picks. It was an interesting debate, um, some picks you wouldn't expect from a lot of us. Joe picked someone, one of my favourite ever players that I didn't even pick. Joe picked someone that I definitely wasn't going to pick. We all didn't pick someone that might be controversial to others, maybe some Liverpool supporters. Uh, looking forward to the feedback. Really hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, sorry I haven't been around much. I've been working a lot. That's going to continue, but hoping to to figure it out over the next couple of weeks and through the rest of the month and return to normal service in June. But enjoy the pod. Give us your feedback. Let's go. here it is serious business uh no time for pretty introductions it is premier league hall of fame ballot time with robbo and joe welcome fellas how's it going Eddie? ahoy welcome. ahoy ahoy welcome back all right boys. so we know yeah. why we're here um, yeah it's a big it's a big day it's something we've looked forward to doing we're going to go through our premier league inductees our own personal ballots so we've all been Working away at this, trying to whittle it down from 23 people to six. Um, we're going to discuss, you know, how we made our lists, our criterias and everything. So even if even if we want to start there, um, how did you guys go just making your list? Was it was it something you really struggled with? Was it easy to whittle guys down? Um, yeah, even if you just, yeah, just tell, tell me how it went. Start with Joe. So how did um, you go whittling it down and then getting it to like a final sort of short list or yeah how did it work for you um not gonna lie this is one of the hardest things i've done <laughs> and i still <laughs> i'm still things I've ever done. yeah man I, I it's incredibly hard um and i'm still not i mean like i i'm sold on what i've done but I'm, i feel really bad about some of the contenders that have missed out um it was enjoyable I'll give you that. It was very enjoyable. Um, watched a bunch of old vids. I uh, looked at some stats. Um, had to sort of create my own sort of criteria, I guess, um, just so I could actually narrow down 
my uh, initial list. I think I got it down to about 10 or 11 nominees. And then from there, that's when it became really hard. Um, and like you said, before we came onto the pod, it was it's hard to not be biased. Um, so I've tried to remain um yeah level-headed and and give it a a neutral perspective but i think uh, as we're going to find out i think through all of our selections they're going to be a slightly biased one way or the other but yeah i'm like i said i think before i'm going to say anything later on i'm I'm happy with the my first five um and then i really struggle with my sixth spot there's about four or five contenders there that i am yeah I, i struggle with and i changed constantly over the last week but solid enough um and we'll see how many uh i'm interested to see if we match on uh on most of them i think we'll match on a couple but um we'll see i'm i don't know yet i have to uh have to wait and see won't we boys rob what do you think no. uh yeah so <laughs> i didn't really have too much of a criteria like you by the sounds of it to be honest i uh didn't have any bias towards any players because there's no latter players in there so uh, no steve guppy mate or anything no, but let's, I think let's just say there's not going to be any Arsenal players on your list. No, no, Ian Walker, mate. Classic. Oh, there, there is actually there is a Arsenal. You'd be surprised. Oh, we have to okay. have like an Emil Heskey like sort of tribute moment. <laughs> can we can we skip right past? <laughs> Why is he, he on the uh, list? Why isn't he there? He he wasn't quite good enough, I don't think. But um, yeah, I I I, I kind of tried to cho- uh, choose uh, players who I like to watch um, and I could remember them well and yeah also um, players that I thought I guess I could relate to in the sense of how they played and um, there's, there's there's more attackers than defenders I would say interesting but, yeah so yeah, no did, nothing so too major I wanted to ask actually as part of your criteria did you have to include like say one defender um, did you have to include anything positionally or was it just were you guys no. going for Greatness, um, talent, achievements. Like, was there something particular that, that stands okay. out among your six? Number okay. So my no no particular for positions, but I can tell you now, uh, achievements was up there on my criteria. That had to be. Yeah, no, I, I, I've written down all the achievements. I'll be walking through. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's uh, definitely that was definitely. I think that had to be number one on my criteria, and that helped me a lot to narrow that list down. Because when I looked at it initially, before I'd even put any criteria in, I was just, I was like, what do I do here? Like, I mean, initially, obviously, I was like, yeah, drugs, dairy, lamps. I had like four Chelsea players, and I'm like, wait, I can't do this. That's just ridiculous. And I started looking at the rest of the list, and I was like, wait, I can't. Yeah, I can't even begin to leave those players out. So I had to create the criteria. Achievements was one of my big, uh, big players there. So that was, that did direct me, I must say. By achievements, do you mean what titles are you talking about? Yeah, how, how decorated a player was, yeah. And also length yeah, of yeah. career. Length of career was huge for me too. It had to be in a combination of achievements with the length of career. Um, now, yeah. how, much, how much did you weigh in length of career versus like, just sheer volume of dominance over maybe a lesser period of time because like you've got you've got players who played you know between you know 12 and 20 years and you might have had someone like say Eric Cantona who played I think seven no six seasons six I think six yeah six seasons and um he did not make my list he's one person yeah he did not he didn't make mine either so yeah, I, no, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think it, I didn't I didn't think there was any way he was going to make yours. And it's probably better that Scott's not here. We haven't even mentioned the fact that Scott's not here. Scott's um, 
Scott's out on the beers, out. mate. Scott's having a beer Scott's in a, a pub. Scott's a notable absentee today. <laughs> he's uh, out on like the town, mate. Who didn't make our list? So. He's out. He's out in London, mate, having a beer. <laughs> with London, boys, 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 boys. And um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. So yeah. I'll quickly walk through all the players. Um, so we've got Tony Adams, David Beckham, Dennis Bergkamp, Sol Campbell, Eric Cantona, Andy Cole, Ashley Cole. Didier Drogba, Les Ferdinand, Rio Ferdinand, Robbie Fowler, Steven Gerrard, Roy Keane, Frank Lampard, Matthew Letizia, Michael Owen, Peter Schmeichel, Paul Scholes, John Terry, Robin Van Persie, Nemanja Vidic, Patrick Vieira, and Ian Wright. So a short list of 23 <laughs> to join. Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer in the uh, first ballot. Mate, mate, when you so, read that out, when you read that out, that just... <laughs> That's crazy, yeah, mate. It's a murderer's it's a murderer's row, mate. Yeah. Um, it is. I, I, I think oh, I think I whittled it down to about between ten and twelve. And then my list actually got bigger when I went through all their achievements. I've got um, ten, ten on my, my list that I narrowed it down to before I started getting dirty with it. <laughs> so what we'll do, we'll go pick by pick, one person at a time. You have the right to um Maybe debate someone's selection if you're surprised by it. Yeah, uh, I think I think I think that's okay. Do we want to do that at the start or at the end? Um, no, I think just, we, yeah, just go with the flow. Yeah. I think go, go with the, go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, yeah, I, I think, think to, no particular order is a good thing to note. Yeah, I'm going. We are like we we didn't discuss pre-pod. We're just we're not going in any particular order. It's not like third pick, fourth pick, fifth pick, etc. We're just mm-hmm. going like for me, I'm going alphabetically. Um, Robbo, would you like to kick us off with your first Premier League Hall of Fame inductee? Ooh, sure. <laughs> Drum roll, uh, please. Okay. I'm, I won't go in alphabetical order. I'll just go in the order that they're, they're written down here. Um, first of all, I'm sure all of these players will likely get in at some point. So, yeah, as we've alluded Don't to, it's really up. tough. Just give yeah. it to us. Uh, <laughs> I, think you might be, I think you might be surprised. <laughs> By this one. So, first of all, I have gone with a uh, attacker. Lovely blonde hair flowing in the wind as he elegantly <laughs> touches the ball left to right. Score of a few famous goals. I'm really building this up, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Dennis Bergkamp. Oh! oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Good. Yes. Good. So, talk us through that Yeah, so um, I... Went for Dennis because I thought that he was very memorable. I'm sure everyone can agree with that, first of all. More so um, an artist, or very elegant with his play. He didn't really uh, stuff like the stat line too much, I guess. Um, but he created as many goals as he scored. Um, and yeah, it was simply awesome to watch. I remember his goals against... Newcastle with that turn, the hat trick against Leicester. His um, brilliant. wasn't in the Premier League, but his goal for the Netherlands in the World Cup against Argentina. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah. Dennis Bergkamp. Uh, <laughs> so what, like a highlight reel? Um, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, that he's he's just one of those one of those guys who can uh, do it all um, in the in the final third. And I remember watching him quite a lot. Um, he was at Arsenal for what 10 years 11 years so yeah I just thought I'd go with, with someone a bit different to, to begin with just because of the way he played and um, 
yeah, he's one of those unique players. And uh, it was actually a toss-up for me here with either him or uh, Matt Letizia. Um, oh, interesting. I was going to put him as well. But... Yeah, very, very similar players in what they could do yeah, with, the, with the football. Yeah. Wow. It's a guy yeah, I like that just... choice, Rob. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. I, like I it. just went with Dennis because I could remember him playing more so than Matt Letizia. I didn't really see a great deal of him. I think he was a, a few years younger. Dare I say you yeah. like him because of, uh, yeah, the, 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 what he could do in front of goal in terms of how classy yeah, he was. Skillful, yeah. yeah, number 10. Um, yeah, creates as many as he scores. It's not all about the, 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 the goal. Um, and yeah, so cool. Well, okay. I guess, I, guess... I guess you could make a case for any of the players, really, at the end of the day. Well, I sort of, with, with Bergkamp, I sort of weighed up. Um, how much did he impact compared to say? Because I was trying to be balanced, like with the players I picked from the clubs in terms of their clubs' dominance throughout the era. Um, the fact that Thierry Henry was sort of already on there was a big thing for me with picking Dennis. Um, so if you walk through Bergkamp's achievements, three hundred and fifteen matches, eighty-seven goals, which is forty-third all-time, but ninety-four assists, which is fifth. So that's a yeah. like a, that's a that's a lot of volume and maybe not as many matches as other players. Like you got James Milner in eighth, but he's played a billion matches. He's been um, three Premier Leagues. Um, he was third in FIFA Player of the Year. Uh, first, he made one uh, Team of the Year, one Footballer of the Year. He won an English Player of the Year and one Goal of the Season twice, which sort of speaks to Robbo's what he'd like to see. It's like he it was just a. Um, there's always a debate whether he meant that goal against Newcastle. Um, uh-huh. yeah, I think he did. I guess the defender uh-huh. stepped into it a bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. Was there. Wow. Um, yeah. When you put it like that, Adzi, that makes a very strong case <laughs> for um, this man. I, I didn't. I, I must say though, I, I scrapped Letizia pretty quickly just because his achievements were also um, yeah as part Same of the first up. division. Same. So that, um, that that's that's reason I also chopped Tony Adams and Ian Wright. They did not Ooh, make mine. Interesting. Um, okay. Because their achievements were overlapped, and this is a Premier League award. And I just had to I had to find ways to chop guys. To be honest, mm. that weren't as biased as maybe some of my other my other cuts. So Joe, it is cool. your turn. Take us through your your first selection. Um, first of all, just before I get tuck into that, I do like that, Rob. I, I, there's an interesting pick. I, I can say he didn't make my list, um, but I feel the same way as Adzi. I saw Henri being on that list, and it was just pick of the two, to be honest. It's hard. It was very hard, because when you put it like that, he was a quality player, and he made football very enjoyable to watch and probably sold the English game very well. Um, so my first... I'm probably going to go... I'm going to go with my first pick that went down on the list, and I don't think it's going to be a surprise to either of you or any of the listeners. Um, and I want to get his name in there because, yeah, he uh, he gave me a lot of a lot of great times and um, <laughs> took a lot of achievements over my club. It's going to be the one and only John Terry, best centre back or one of two best centre backs I think the Premier League has ever seen. Um, consistently, the amount of games he's played, scored the most goals as a centre back. Extremely decorated, um, won everything he could win at Chelsea. Um, you know, part of that team that he conceded 15 league goals in 2005. Um, and iconic at that Stamford Bridge. And if any Chelsea fans, you know, 
first, probably first name on that list, I'd say, um, apart from one other honorable mention. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what else I need to say about that man. He, he is, from a fan perspective, he's given me everything, every joy possible. And he, he, you know, he missed the Premier League, missed the centre-back. Um, whether he's talked about in, uh, in a positive notion or a negative notion, he was there. And he was bloody good. He was bloody good. Un, un, uh, fearless in the way he defended. And uh, the backbone of the Chelsea team that did so well for so many years. John Terry. Can see as he's dying to speak. He is. Go ahead. I think making the Premier League Hall of Fame is about having a case that's beyond reproach, um, uh, both as a player uh, oh, and on field and off field. Therefore, I don't think John Terry qualifies. Uh, um, with a shagging incident, and so much, so much, so much off field drama. Now, the racial thing is a bigger thing for me. Um, lots that? of footballers fuck around. Is. Spill the beans. Um, it was with the, I think the, that yeah. if, you, if, if if Ryan Giggs didn't make the, the list, and we all know why Ryan Giggs didn't make the list, I think that John yeah. Terry's case is just as uh, disputable. Um, that's why I cut him. I understand why you've got him, and that's fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I'm not disputing it, but like part of my criteria is having a case where I think I think making a Hall of Fame is like having guys who are untouchable. Mm-hmm. Um, I can appreciate. I wouldn't that. consider. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider John Terry to be untouchable because he touched so many. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. I, I, look, I, I Adam, I must say, I must say, look, I, I expected that uh, response, um, and, and I, I understand it. I get it. I'm not angry at the way you responded. I, I feel like you, it was going to come that way anyway. But for me, um. Yeah, I think excluding that, that wasn't part of my criteria. Maybe it could have been, uh, but sorry, he's he's just number one for me. Not necessarily number one on the list, but but certainly a player that cannot miss the six for me. So was he? So was he? Like in terms of Chelsea, just for those listening along who are you know uh, Chelsea fans, was he your number one Chelsea pick? Like I know I know you'll have potentially at least one, if not two more. So for this for this um, list. Without, without uh, revealing, was he was he that was he that bona undisputed first Chelsea player? No, uh, equally as important as the the second Chelsea player on my list. So I'll yeah. leave it at that. Um, and no, yeah, I suppose, I suppose yeah. it's I suppose it's like um, you know your first two picks are both about like what you value as football fans as much as as what they did on the pitch as what they did for you. So correct. No, I like that. I like yep. that. It's all part of the. It's like um, you know. Despite my rebuttal, it doesn't mean that I think your selection is wrong. Mm. It's well, just, I mean, if you look at him as a player, okay, put it. If you, I see your point, but um, do you, I guess, tend to agree? Oh, in, he, in, in he, has, he has everything. He has everything that you wouldn't want as an opposing fan. So John yeah. Terry had a hateable quality as an opponent. Like you hated mm. playing against him, whether it was him jogging down the field, lining up for a corner or a free kick. Or just knowing your forwards were going to have a torrid time because he was going to beat up on them all day. Um, yeah. He was a rugged, um, smart, s- slightly technically gifted uh, for a defender. <laughs> Hang on. He he um, he could ping a pass, my friend. He 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 yeah, he, he was unbelievable. Like, ball playing defenders weren't a massive thing in his era. Um, yeah, but he could he could equally do that. As well as just being rock solid, like you said, um, 
So yeah, no, I completely understand it. It just didn't. He was an instant chop from my list. Just because of that, yeah, um, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He definitely had that aura about him. Mm. Whether it's yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's leader. part of part of who yeah. makes it right. They just have yeah. the, a quality, whatever you that, want to like, call it, aura, folklore, legendary status, yeah, whatever you want to call it. So definitely, yeah. yeah. I, I expected he would be in your list. Yeah. So fair enough. Forever uh, in my heart, yeah. JT. Yeah. <laughs> definitely gonna get his tattoo on you. Yeah. I for, <laughs> for my first selection, I sort of tossed and turned on this one. But once I went through like the sheer volume of achievement um, and what he meant to the game, um, both in England uh, domestically and abroad, um, how he helped expand the Premier League and made it a global brand. Um, I went with oh. David Beckham. Oh. As soon as you so, said that, yeah. yeah. It be him. Wow. 62 goals, 73rd overall, 80 assists, which is ninth in just 265 matches, six Premier League titles. He came second in the Ballon d'Or, second in uh, player FIFA Player of the Year. He led the assists charts three times. He was the PFA Young Player of the Year, UEFA Midfielder of the Year, twice made the UEFA Team of the Year, four times Premier League Team of the Year, uh, Premier League Team of the Century, Goal of the Decade versus Wimbledon. Um, he was also BBC Sports Personality, the only person on the shortlist to do that. Um, he also won a BBC Lifetime Achievement Award. So his impact on and off the field was massive, so I couldn't leave him off. Yeah, I mean, bloody hell, he's got a shit ton of accolades, doesn't he? Didn't really know that. Yeah, when you when you go through it, you, it's, it's easy to forget. It's just his superstar brand mm. um, when you go. Just remember him just as a... Just, he's simply yeah. just as a footballer. His impact was pretty monumental. Um, I don't think the Premier League is where it is today um, without stars like him um so for me it was as much as he achieved on the pitch he achieved a lot off it as well which helped advance the game in england um and what he meant to england as well um that was like a minor part of it really being a premier league thing but um yeah as as uh englishman i'd like to hear your thoughts Hmm. yeah uh totally get it i mean what a player. He was undoubtedly very technically skillful. Um, and yeah, you're right. It does get forgotten the amount of um, things he did for the game or awards he achieved purely because of his like almost celebrity status before sports man. Um, so yeah, it's important for us not to forget that. And I think every Englishman can say that David Beckham brought some happy times in our lives, especially his... And some bad oh, ones. Okay. And Green. some bad ones. Let's not forget. No, I love him. I yes, can't. I, can't but, I mean, yeah. Good selection. That, that helped Golden balls. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the selection. Um, definitely, definitely grew the, the game globally. Uh, I think particularly in Asia for some reason. I don't know why, but um, just remember. Yeah, he helped that um, Asian-American expansion for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Golden Balls, fair play. Yeah, Mr. Golden Balls. Uh, Adam, I love it, mate. I love it. As an Englishman, I love that that is the first name on your list. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you now, he didn't make mine. Um, and I think that's purely down to the what my criteria is. His, his celebra- celebrity earmark doesn't meet the criteria for me in terms of that wasn't part of why 
someone should make the list, but I completely agree uh, with what he did for the English game. That the iconic Wimbledon goal, I don't think anyone could ever forget that. Um, yeah, what you think about. Yeah, you think you th- when you think Premier League, especially in the nineties, you think first two words, first two names that come into my head: Eric Cantona and David Beckham. Um, and yeah, what he did for England, the English game, he's uh, iconic. The reason he didn't make it for me, even though he, the accolades he does have, is the fact that he left um, and went to Madrid. And I, I don't blame him, and I don't, I, I don't think that technically should be a reason why he doesn't make the Hall of Fame. Uh, but that was well, you have to form. find you have to find reasons to exclude them, right? You just yes. have to find a way because you yeah. actually you actually have to look for faults to make your list. So, yeah, um, uh, that was my reasoning behind him. It was one of my honourable mentions, and it is. Uh, it was such a shame, um, but I completely agree with why he's in your list, Adam. Love it. Well done. I love it. All right. It's time for our second pick. Uh, I guess whoever would like to take the floor, it is yours. Um, I could mix it up, I guess. Um, be me and then Adam to go first. Oh, I can go. I can go. First. I can go again. Um, Oh, who do I pick to put in the list right now to really mix up? Okay, my second pick. <sighs> Probably the most iconic striking duo or formed part of in the late 90s uh, that graced the pitch uh, in the colour of red, um, especially big in that treble winning season um, and did exceptionally well across a number of clubs. I think people tend to forget. Uh, the man that probably probably people didn't expect to be on my list is Andy Cole. Andy Cole, um, my favorite player growing up. Yeah, I mean that 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 a partnership with Dwight Cole, a uh, Dwight Cole, Dwight York, um, <laughs> crazy, um, prolific, a great example of a prolific goal scorer, um, highly decorated, um, integral in that treble winning team, won a bunch of titles. Uh, was in the Premier League for 14 years in total. Scored prolific goals for Blackburn, Manchester United, Newcastle. And boy, he was a goal machine. He was an absolute goal machine. He was suited to that that, that classic. The English game was made iconic by Andy Cole and Dwight York in that 4-4-2. Uh, the classic old, you know, you know, grind it out, English way of playing, you know, flat fours and the two up top. Um, and he was great, and I remember him. He was, you know, one. I remember him a lot from when I was a kid. Um, and he won everything. Um, let's not forget he was. He, he became. I think he was first in assists and goals in nineteen ninety four in the Premier League, which is an extremely hard feat to uh, achieve. Um, the man, Andy Cole, number two for me. So with Andy Cole, we have one hundred eighty seven goals, third all time, seventy three assists, thirteenth all time. So it is worth remembering that he was a creator. That was one of the good things about the. The York-Cole partnership is what they created for one another. Um, five Premier League titles, one yeah. golden boot. So I think it's it's also easy to forget um, with a great striker like Alan Shearer is that Andy Cole lived in his shadow most of his career. Correct. It's the reason he didn't win, win as many golden boots. And it's why he only made one team of the year. Um, he was young player of the year in his early days. Um, I actually... He was one of the guys I tossed and turned about picking. He didn't make my final list, unfortunately. Oh, um, I felt terrible, terrible oh, about. But I had to. <laughs> it came down to individual achievement, um, and then uh, because Shearer made it, um, that was like then sort of Andy has to make it. But then 
It was so hard to balance it out. Um, I think he'll make it second time up. But one of the things that I considered um, that I based on, um, so example, the NBA Hall of Fame, they have like first ballot Hall of Famers, guys who make it undisputedly on their first time. Um, That was part of my list. Um, And my next pick (laughs) is the guy that I chose over him, which I'll get to in a second after Rob shares his thoughts. But... Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy for him to make it next time up. Um, he just didn't quite make it this time. And I think I think because of the way that fans will vote, I don't think he'll make it either, um, which is a shame. Yeah. I love that you picked him. I'm mm. touched that you picked him. Um, Rob, yeah. what do you think? Um, yeah, surprised with this pick as well, actually, mm. from Joe. Um, to be honest, I didn't really think of Andy Cole. I don't know, it just was... You're right. They lived in the shadow of Shearer. I never really thought of it. Yeah, like it's that. a good way to put it, Adam. I like it. Um, I do remember him being um, a one-two punch with Dwight York very well, and obviously winning a lot of titles for United. But yeah, I mean, he 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 deserves it based on his goals. I'm just not sure that he is that has that like aura about him, you know, for like first entrance um, for me. But um, yeah, like the pick. I mean, it's difficult to choose. So as mentioned, yeah, it is what it is. So can I can I ask as well? Are you happy with like the I suppose the exclusivity of how they of how few people are getting in first time round? If they continue with sort of no. six every year or something with no. that, you're not. No, I, are you meaning like oh, in the six, way that Adam said? I mean, no, I understand that. You're talking about in the way that Robo what Robo's saying there, in a sense where why he wouldn't be there because no, he no, no. Yeah. So so I just mean okay. like. It's it. I, obviously, the standard is really high to get in, um, with so few people being allowed in. And if they were to continue down this path every season, so say it's six every year after this, would you be happy with that? See, I would. I think it should be really hard to get in. I think you have to. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I like it. I like it. I think. I think. Yeah. I think you. I think it needs to be really difficult to get in, rather than, I don't know. Like for example, I'd like Dwight York and Andy Cole to be in there together, but. To, mm. Andy Cole's career was so much more significant than Dwight York's as a whole. I, th- um, I think it's, you go. I think you go even further than that. I think you. That's why Dwight York isn't in the nominees. I think you have to make this really tight knit. This has to be big, and I, I think you mean, I he like, might get nominated. Like I, I hate another, to th- another year. I hate to think that. Why should he? He is a good point that he does. He must. He did live in the the uh, the shadow of Shearer, unfortunately. But the guy is the third all-time goal scorer for the Prem. That guy is everything Premier League, you know. And he he was a goal machine, not even just at United. And he stayed in the Premier League and he did so, so well. Um, and I don't like the fact just because he isn't a star or isn't that, you know, big fame celebrity or whatever, or he isn't, you know, the first name on everyone's, you know, sheet because, you know, he's not a pundit or he's not, or he might be a pundit. I haven't seen him on TV, but... That doesn't make the list. I don't think that's fair, personally. Um, you just got to take a look at the, look at him and some and what he's done, and think, yeah, he, he's the man, man. He is the man, and that's why he's there for no, me. No, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I love yeah. Andy Cole was my um, one of my first memories. Mm. Uh, one of my favourite goals that he ever scored. We were three 0 down to Tottenham at half time, and he scored oh, this yeah. diving header in the second half when we won five three. Scored yeah. five goals. In I the remember half. that. It's one of my most memorable games as a kid. It was on SBS on a Sunday afternoon. We only got one game a week back then. 
Yeah. Um, oh, that was at Tottenham too, that so, game. That was at, at that Tottenham. That was at Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, we were getting flogged in the first half. I remember watching it. Brilliant. And, um, yeah. All the days no. of the internet. Yeah. I think it would be very harsh if he doesn't yeah. make the list, but I get it why he's not on the list. But I hate that that would be the reason why he doesn't uh, I, make it. I, I think I, I would be devastated if he didn't make it next time around. I think the, the more years go on, the harder it will be to make it. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good <clears throat> discussion point. Mm. My second selection, uh, I assume I'm next. Yeah, go for it. Let's yeah, do it. Go, Let's right. do it. <laughs> My second selection is a 20-year Premier League player. Um, he graced West Ham, Leeds, Manchester United, and Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah, good pick. For a season. Good pick. Uh, Rio Ferdinand, yeah. 504 games, 11 goals, 8 assists, 6 Premier League titles, 6 Team of the Years, an appearance in the FIFA Pro World Eleven. It's Rio wow. Ferdinand. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Great defender. Only second to yeah. JT, and I love that. He's great. What a great player. No, I, I, that was a stab. I'm sorry. It's a great, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. I like it. Yeah. Um, the best, uh, he set the, the modern, he was one of the players, at least in the Premier League. Um, I can't speak to Spain and Italy, which were sort of ahead of the curve in that regard, but um, of true ball-playing defenders who could actually defend as well. Mm. Um, in the modern football, um, we, in modern football, we have a lot of, um, ball-playing defenders who can't defend. Um, Ferdinand could do it all. Um, I remember when he scored a 90th-minute uh, winner against Liverpool. Um, but him and him and Vidic were rock solid. Um, yeah, what a partnership. And That's what unfortunately, they've set an unrealistic expectation for every centre-back pairing at United since. Mm. Um, we always say we're looking for our next Ferdinand and Vidic. Uh, I don't think we'll ever find it. Um, it was just a combination of two number one centre backs at the same time, which is really, really hard to find. Um, he was just, uh, if I had to pick one defender to make it, it would be him. Uh, and yeah, it was, I had to have one defender on my list. I mean, I've only got one and he was mine. Yeah. No, no complaints there, mate, from me. I like it. Rob? Yeah, me yeah, neither. I, I don't think you could put Vidic. I don't think his term was long enough. He didn't um, make mine either. Even though, though. he, did, he did, did achieve so much. And I think that he'll make it eventually, maybe second or third time around. Um, the shorter tenure, I think, will go against him. Um, yeah, so it was it was a pretty easy selection for me in the end, I think. What's it put him in appearance? Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. Where, how many appearances was that? 504. I oh, see. So just about nips John Terry then. That's incredible. He was yeah, four ninety two. So, um, Ferdinand and Steven Gerrard both made five hundred and four appearances. Paul Scholes four ninety nine. Frank Lampard six hundred and nine. Roy Keane three hundred sixty six. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. His tenure was significant, and a lot of it, um, apart from maybe his last year and a half, so last six months at United. And the last year at QPR, um, he was always at a really high level. Um, not a lot of injuries to speak of at all. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I found it really hard to find flaws in his case. Yeah, nice. So what about you, Robbo? Hit us with your second. Um, yeah, yeah. So, okay. 
Agree with you on that one. Good point for Ferdinand. But as for me next, uh, I've got I've gone with one that I think you might. I don't even know what you'll think of this one, but uh, <laughs> Patrick Vieira. <laughs> okay. So I yeah. needed to go with someone a bit of an engine in midfield, and um, I think he'll get overlooked as well. I don't know that he'll necessarily necessarily be voted in but uh, as you know the captain leader of the Invincibles um, really dominant uh, for Arsenal during that period where they won the league um, I don't know the exact numbers but um, at least a few a few times uh, in a row and then obviously it was I think it was like at least first play down on Arsene Wenger's team sheet but even though he didn't stuff the stat line he was the heartbeat of Arsenal's team um, and I think he's still a great reference point uh, today when you think about box-to-box midfielders. Um, and yeah, he was a great leader. I think of his his duels with like Roy, Roy, Roy Keane against United, that big rivalry they had. But he, he still possessed that quality as well. Like he could pick a pass. Um, he, he was really like long-legged, like very uh, delicate with his touch. And, and he always knew what he was going to do before he got the ball. Just someone who thought, was unplayable at times, um, and he could do any like everything in the midfield, like defend if you needed to, score. Um, yeah, he was just a great all-round box-to-box midfielder, and uh, that's why cool. I wanted to put him in. So he won three Premier League titles. He was in six teams of the year. He was the Premier League Player of the Year once. He was in the UEFA Team of the Year. He was in the overseas Premier League team of the decade and the Premier League team of the decade. So um, that's a good hard, one. hard to dispute. He also made my list, so he was my he was going to be my last, just because I went there alphabetically. We so he didn't. I, I, I don't mine. need to go. I won't. I won't need to go over him again. Um, I couldn't leave him off. I thought the the Arsenal United rivalry is the most memorable um, rivalry in English football for me as a Premier League yeah. fan. Just for me, I'm just speaking for me. So I agree. Um, uh, I think it's the most memorable rivalry. Those teams hated one another. It's, it wasn't just that the clubs hated each other; it's that the players genuinely hated one another. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like a. It wasn't just because of their, uh, because of where they were from or what cl- club they played for. Um, Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira hated one another. It was the best player-to-player rivalry we've seen in the last twenty years. Um, you don't really get it like that anymore. Players are a lot more friendly now, which is not a bad thing, mainly because of the social media era. Players uh, know each other better. They see each other more outside of football. Um, but uh, he was the most memorable part of the Invincibles for me. Um, he made that team, him and Gilberto Silva in the middle of the park, made that team bulletproof. Mm. Um, the I hated that Arsenal team, but I really respected them so much more than I've respected any other side. They were just so good and just so hard to beat. I remember sometimes... You know, they'd come to Old Trafford and you'd think, you know, the home team's always really favourite, even in big club clashes. But against Arsenal, you didn't you didn't know. And though every one of those games was massive. Like I remember when we beat them, when they'd won 49, they won, they were undefeated in 49 games. We beat them in the 50th game. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I think mm-hmm. memories played a, a big part of my vote. That's a, um, that's a good point. Yeah. I think um, I think that might be yeah, why he didn't just, make the list for me. It's purely maybe I guess the memories, but 
love that pick, Rob. And I love that he's in your team too. And he didn't make mine. He didn't make mine and it was tough. But I, if I was to show you this piece of paper in front of me, he's the first name on the list in the honourable mentions. And I did, it was hard to take him out. And I took him out because uh, there was two other midfielders that made that list who I just thought deserved it more than he did. Um, and that's purely just because of the length of the careers they had over what Vieira did in the Premier League. That was the only reason. The pure only reason. But I completely agree with what you how you, how you picked him, Rob. And I, those stats speak for themselves. And he was iconic. And he really, really, yeah. he really, but he, he wasn't afraid. And Arsenal haven't been the same since he left. Arsenal have not been the same. They missed him and they never replaced him. And look well, it's now. the same as the, the Ferdinand Vidic thing, right? Like you're constantly searching for a central midfielder who is in the mould of mm. Patrick Fierro. It's always yeah. the comparison you come back to. Um, mm. Every black midfielder is stereotyped as like he's a big loping box-to-box midfielder like Yaya Toure. Yaya Toure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, as much as the racial stereotype is wrong, that is what people look for when scouting a new star in a, yep. in a French league or Michael something Lely, like that. Mate. So Claude. That, I consider that to be my yes. <laughs> the man. Yes. It would have been really hard for me not to pick him if he was on the short list. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so Vieira, I'm going to consider Vieira to be my third pick instead. Well, he's just going to be last for me because I went alphabetically. Okay. So uh, let's just say my third pick is done. So oh, Robo. Oh, well. See, sorry, as soon as you Let's, said that, um, I, I may as well. My third pick was Ferdinand, so we'll take that. You should have said it, jury. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, you said yours. I was saying that was mine, so that no, that worked. You should have just said. No, Ferdinand was in there, so we're good. We got, I got my three. <laughs> yeah. So Terry, Ferdinand, and Andy Cole for me so far. That's my three. All right, Rob. What? Who's your just, third just... pick? Just Rio Ferdinand, not Les. Yeah, look, Les didn't make the top 10 for me, man. I'm going to put that straight in. Yeah, there, Les, was a, Les was a quick chop, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have two Ferdinands. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, all right. I'll do the next one then. I uh, expect one of you will have have this this guy. Um, so I've gone for the man, the myth, the legend, the slip. Stephen Gerrard. Oh no! What have you done? Oh, yeah. You can't have someone who didn't win a Premier League title. That was my criteria too. That's why he didn't make it. But and I, I knew you'd say that. Player. I knew you'd say that, but <laughs> I think he has to go in. And... Oh, I love the I love the pettiness of having that as a criteria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just excludes everyone from Liverpool. Like, so, be fair, yeah. Like, oh. Michael Owen doesn't. Michael yeah. Owen won a Premier League title at United, so yeah, he, he did. Make it. He did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, come on, oh, with, with, with Gerard, <laughs> with Gerard, only Frank has got more goals from midfield. Yeah. Yep. To yep. begin with. Sorry, um, go ahead. yeah, go. Sorry, mate. Yep. Yeah, Frank has got more goals from midfield to begin with. Uh, constant game changer, midfield force, um, made a mediocre Liverpool team good. Uh, often displaying his quality, being a leader, um, stepped up when everyone else was down, when the the game was really on the line. He had that legacy that uh, I guess will always be there. Um, but yeah, he never won a title for Liverpool. What may have been if they they did win it that year when they when they blew it when it slipped, or if he just happened. went to Chelsea when he threatened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Who who yeah. was close? Um, 
He's had so many last-minute heroics. Uh, obviously, in the league, his his pile drivers from 40 yards out, but think like FA Cup final, Champions League final. Can always rely on him. Um, no other player um, has been in the PFA team um, of the year more than Gerard. Uh, so it shows what other players thought of him as well. And yeah, I just feel that he shouldn't be overlooked because they didn't win a title. And um, he's always going to have that hanging over him. And then also from a from a national standpoint, why were him and Lampard never the partnership that powered England to success? Um, and that's another thing. So yeah, I just put it in for a bit of a a debate as well, but I do feel that he uh, will always be iconic and um, I'll always remember watching him and thinking how good he was. So, yeah, I think I arguably the, the most decorated player on this list. So 504 matches, 120 goals, which is 18th all time. 92 assists, which was 7th. Eight team of the years, third in the Ballon d'Or, the only Englishman to win the UEFA Club Footballer of the Year. Uh, whoop, I cut off my list there. I actually deleted what I wrote for everything else. But um, he was, yeah, he was a scary, scary player. I hated him. Remember how ill-disciplined he was earlier in his career when he was wearing number 17? Do you remember that two-footed tackle he did? Yep. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Um, he used to be a psycho. I just used to think he was a psycho like John Joe Shelby. Do you know what I mean? And then he just matured into this number eight, um, could just drag a terrible team, exactly. just chuck them on his back and be like, come with me. Yeah. Um, some of the goals. Think about some of those goals he scored, mate. He made it. Um, a mediocre I, team great yeah. in that period. I mm. punished him so for So many goals. You what? Sorry, Adam? Go ahead. Uh, I, pu- I punished him for loyalty. So he didn't make my list because he, t- he didn't win a title. Yeah. Um, and his, his most famous moment, was losing one, so yeah, yeah, um, I, I, yeah. Unfortunately, I because of recency bias or whatever, mm. um, yeah, I'm glad he didn't pull Lampard and go play for Man City or Chelsea. Yeah, um, you, you're right in a sense where he his his fault was his the fact that he stayed at Liverpool in the end. Um, that's why he didn't win, and that's yeah the reason. That, yeah, I same criteria ask as what you did, Adam. And it was. I feel harsh. I do feel really bad for Gerard. I mean, I don't because he was a Liverpool player, but I, I do. Because I admit it. I, ch- I chose bias. Yeah, that was bias. It wasn't bias for me. I mean, I do feel bad for him. But at the end of the day, you, you can't be a legend if you don't win the Premier League, mate. I think you have to. That's just me. Yes, um, that's excellent. I'm gonna. That, I'm gonna use that. That's just it. You cannot be a legend if you haven't lifted that trophy. Um, but I appreciate the vote by Rob. I think it's cool. I. I wasn't expecting you to say it, especially again, the same with the, the Burkamp pick. But great pick, love it, understand. Yeah, it. yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah. That, that that's it. a bit of a spanner yeah. in the works, but stand by it. Yeah, okay. I mean, for, for pure like crazy goals that he he scored, he's got some iconic ones. Scores from about seventy yards out at crucial times, sure. But yeah, wasn't there for me. Yeah, and he had a great material. commentary name. Yeah. Gerard. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, he had an iconic commentary name, I think, like just those pole drivers. Yeah, brilliant. I went to school with this guy um, who would always, every time he'd try and kick a ball, he'd just yell out Gerard. Yeah, I think that's every English English schoolyard thing that, you know, from when I was a kid, it was always Gerard. 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 Oh, 
Um, so yeah, it was always Stevie G. Stevie G, mate. Um, so yeah, I like it. Um, right down to that. Yeah, little Liverpudlian accent. That's it. Um, Stephen That's that's it, Rob. So I guess may I or yeah, yeah, okay, please do. Um, because okay, I'm gonna go with a player again, very very close to my heart. Um. 609 appearances, uh, most goals scored by a midfielder, over 100 assists, um, 10 or more goals in 11 straight seasons, second in the Ballon d'Or, would have finished first in 2005 if it wasn't for the brilliant Ronaldinho that year. Um, And I'd be surprised if he didn't make both your lists, and I'd be pissed if he didn't make your lists. It's super, super Frank Lampard, the man. And... uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, he was with Terry. Was the first on my list. And if you're going to go with the criteria against Terry, there's, there's it's Lampard's doesn't doesn't have a blemish in my in my view. And uh, to be the most yeah, the big high scoring midfielder and appearance wise and his pure consistency, uh, his, his ability to just appear at that moment. Um, he remained injury free predominantly throughout his career. Um, and he's just a great guy. Uh, I think you can see that in the way he talks, um, the way he um, handles himself in interviews and the man he is. Um, I'm just happy for the man. that he won every, And he won everything, man. He won everything. And again, an integral part of that backbone in the spine of Chelsea. Um, and if I was really being pushed to Shavai, he would definitely probably even be, he'd beat Terry to the post for me. Um, what a man. What a legend, super Frank. Robo, did he make your list? Uh, yeah, he did. Yes. I just wanted to yeah, say. Good man. So, consensus pick. Good man. Good man. Consensus pick. Yeah. So, uh, fifth, fifth in goals, fourth in assists, 102 assists, 177 goals, three Premier League titles, uh, second in the Ballon d'Or, second in FIFA Player of the Year, um, Footballer of the Year once, Fans Player of the Year once, Premier League Player of the Year once. Led the assist charts three times outside of all his goals, which is <sighs> which is very impressive considering we remember him solely for his goals. Um, mm-hmm. Three Team of the Years, which is surprising, but um, when there's only two central midfield spots, it is very hard um, in a, an era of midfielders that we remember. He made the FIFA Pro World Eleven, which is very hard for an Englishman. And was the UEFA uh, midfielder of the year too? So, wow, great! Um, as decorated yeah. as they come. Yep, good man, love it. Uh, he wasn't just an attacking midfielder; he was just a box-to-box midfielder who would always arrive at the right time. Yeah, um, also, 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 also a leader. Frustratingly well. impeccable. Yeah, he was impeccable, yeah. yes. and also a leader. Yeah. No, those Chelsea teams weren't short of leaders. It was one of their best qualities, right? Like they just mm. had. Like even Ricardo Carvalho was a, a leader. Mm. Yeah, um, he was best. Um, yeah, best score midfielder in the league's history, and yeah, his timing into the box on the, those late runs was impeccable. Just always, yeah, remember him uh, popping up at the right time, and yeah. he not only did it for Chelsea as well, right? He also yeah, he was he, did he it was, for West Ham for a bit and did. then also City as well at the end. He scored a bunch yeah. of goals he for England so when he played too. He was so good at scoring, too. he yeah. scored against Chelsea. 
yeah. he was that good. He left Chelsea and then decided to score against them. Yeah, I remember right. that game. I we do. watched it at um, we watched it at. Uh, he, he came uh, on in one of your houses. In he, he, my house at, at Abigail Court. He came on in the 65th minute or something like that, and it was he was always going to score, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad you made your list, guys. Thanks for making me feel nervous. I don't. The listeners won't know the faces you were pulling at me when I said his name. So, thanks, guys. It's great to hear. One so he was my, my one of he was my, my fourth. favorite big game players. Mm, yeah, he's well. my fourth player. I think because I had Andy Cole, now Ferdinand, Terry, and Lampard. Those are my four so far. Cool. So we've all got uh, our fourth in then, I guess. Now, he was my fourth, but like just because of alphabetically, but he was always making my list. Brilliant. I must say, awesome. um, he was like an undisputed pick for me. Cool, love it. All right, well, I guess... Robbo, who who is who is your fifth? Uh, so yeah, next one I think it's going to be someone else's as well. But uh, I'll go with the guy who scores goals, and it's Paul Scholes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, good stuff. Yeah, so. Someone who um, scored a great amount of goals. He dominated when he 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 was playing for United for such a long period of time. Uh, one man club, um, eleven titles won. Um, was nicknamed Satnav, I believe, by his teammates because he could always deliver a ball. Satnav, I, I like remember. That. I haven't heard that. I remember watching like. Um, think videos on YouTube of him like passing the ball to like across the pitch and hit, hit hitting a bottle or something in training, um, and he had like recognition from from the greats as well. I remember Xavi and Iniesta from Barcelona. I'm always admiring him and Zidane and yeah, um, he was just one of those legendary midfielders that was uh, dominating during I guess my years of growing up alongside. Uh, Frank and, and Steven Gerrard as well. So, yeah, I went with him. Uh, I think Adzi will probably have him as well. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll see what Adzi has to say on, on it. Yeah. Undisputed pick. Undisputed pick. <laughs> <laughs> 11 titles. 11. Like, so many more than any other player on this list. Um, yeah. He came out of retirement and won United a title. Uh, wearing, I think... God, like the number 26 or 28, because Ashley Young was wearing his 18. Ashley uh, Young. Bird shitty. 499 matches, 107 goals. Um, started as an attacking midfielder, became a, I don't even know, metronomic um, central midfielder. He was just always in the right place, even when he aged. Um, it did not matter. Um, I remember his goal against Barcelona in the semi final of the 2008 Champions League. Um, when we won 1-0 on aggregate, uh, 55 assists. So he's 26th in goals, 26th in assists. He won Young Player of the Year. He was twice in the Team of the Year, um, obviously impacted by the Lampard. Gerard. Uh, well, he was one of the three, era. wasn't he? He was one of the three, for sure. Yeah, so the lesser light of the three, um, publicly speaking. Uh, Shame he never got to 500 appearances, one game off. Yeah, uh, he also made the FIFA Pro World Eleven twice. Um, my favourite story is Cristiano Ronaldo's story about him. When we were in training, 
I used to do a lot of tricks which hardly players at the club could do. Once I was showing my skills to Skulls. After I finished, Skulls took a ball and pointed towards a tree which was about 50 metres from where we were standing. He said, I'm going to hit it in one shot. He kicked it and hit the tree. He asked me to do the same. I kicked it about 10 times and couldn't hit it with that accuracy. He smiled at me and left. Um, I thought, I think Paul Skulls is the most underrated, not underappreciated now because we know, I think when players retire, those things tend to change, but he was the most underrated um, player I have ever seen. Um, yeah. My, my, one of my favorite players to watch, the way he could control a game. Um, uh, I can't even explain really. Mm. Um, I love him so much. I hate him as a pundit. I loved him as a player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is just, yeah, he is just a grumpy old man who is yeah. a sensational player. Um, and I couldn't leave him off. I couldn't find a way to leave him off. No. Um, yeah, well said and great name. Great name pick, Rob. He's on my list. He is on my list. Yes. Um, sure. He we have was two consensus. that two consensus picks. We do. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he. Yeah. I think. I. He. What he did. He does fly under the radar big time. People don't tend to think of him, uh, especially when you, you mix him up with the within that era of midfielders with the Gerard Lampard era. But Mister Mister Paul Scholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, like you said, there's not really many many words you can say. He was just. He was brilliant at what he did. Um, for so long, and like you said, incredibly decorated, and uh, he was on my list. He never moved from my list. Uh, he was, yeah, one of the three that was straight on there. And um, felt harsh for the other United midfielder I didn't put on my list, um, but he beats him to the post every time. Paul Scholes, good pick. Love it. He was my fifth. Roy Keane. Yeah. All right. <laughs> maybe, so maybe, Rob. We've got maybe. one. One pick left each. My player is from United. Yeah. What club is your player from, boys? Um, Mine's from United. My, too. my player is also from Manchester United. All right. Who would like to <laughs> My last first? pick. I'm going to go first. It's my club. Yeah, you go, Adam. It's your, your club. Go on, bring, take it away. Last pick. Um, my favourite... Um, my The best captain that I've seen... Uh, the way he had the obviously an old school method of doing things, not something, not the way you could captain a team nowadays, which is why he sounds like such a dickhead on Sky Sports um, now. But I had Roy Keane, um, 1992 to 2005, 366 matches, 39 goals, 33 assists, uh, seven Premier League titles, five teams of the year. He was in the team of the century. He was also footballer of the year and players player of the year. Um, such a dominant, um, complete midfielder. Um, much the same that we said about him, uh, about Patrick Vieira, you can say about him. Um, he had this, like, I'll just drag you to, if you're not going to do your job, I will just drag you to victory. He demanded a standard of other players that players met. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't just demanding a high stand of others. It, it, he brought out the best in his teammates, um, often unheralded and remembered for his rage um, and what he did to Alf Inga Haaland. Um, yeah, brutal. That was I, brutal. He was mm. someone I deliberated um, a little bit more than the others. Um, but when I put on Patrick Vieira, sort of had to include, include Roy Keane. I thought um, you were going to say yeah, that. So, I thought you were going to say that, yeah. 
I think if you have to have one, you have to have the other. Um, what they meant to the Premier League, um, what they meant to the fans of their clubs. Um, yeah, I just I couldn't leave him off. So, who did you guys have with your final selections? Uh, Rob, you want to go, mate? Uh, sure. Um, so it wasn't Roy, but understand. Um, yeah, what a player, leader, um, that like bulldog. Yeah. Demeanor about him, kind of like Vinnie Jones, didn't take any shit. Um, yeah, fair. Um, but for me, from United, I went for someone, I guess, who uh, is a does have that legendary status as well. Um, and yeah, I just went with this person because his position doesn't get too much recognition. Oh, I think I know you're going to go with. Schmeichel. Yeah, you're going to go with. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's just a so, Casper pick. Couldn't pick Casper, so I <laughs> yeah. So I just got a soft spot for Leicester. So that was the the way I could weasel Leicester into this whole whole hour. Um, but yeah, so Peter Schmeichel, uh, five titles. I think he's still regarded as um, more. I don't know. Even perhaps you can answer that, Adzi. But um, the best goalkeeper to play in the league, if you ask me. Um, yeah. Yeah, and just remember. United dominating when he was in goal and could always rely on him in in in, um, in between the sticks. Don't really have too much more to say than that. I just wanted to go with the keeper uh, as because I knew I don't think anyone else would have chosen him. Um, so, <laughs> Almost yeah. did. Uh, Almost did. He was on my last. He was on my last list. Oh, wow. Okay. Good man. Uh, funny. You didn't, no? Well, funny you say that. Um, oh. Before coming into this, about five minutes before, I I must have changed this player about ten times. Um, and I'm going to go through the two. Uh, but the two other honourable mentions on my list other than that, and I will say them afterwards, I guess. But the two I was picking between for my last player, um, and I might just change my, my pick just to mix this up. And he wasn't from United. Um, the player I was going to say, and who's been in and out of my list a lot, Peter Schmeichel was the man. He was my my uh, my sixth player. Um, um, I could see Adam mouthing to me, uh, "Is it Didier Drogba?" It's not Didier Drogba. It is not Didier Drogba. It's actually uh, you don't need to pick this. This this man over five hundred appearances for an array of clubs in the Premier League. Won two titles. Um, the big man at the back. Um, played a Champions League final as well. Probably unlucky not to take one home. Is actually Sol Campbell. Um, <laughs> I, I, you, you lie. You got it. You, you said Sol Campbell. You just. I can see you mailing it to me. It is Sol Campbell. I, I, I must have flicked between Sol Campbell and Peter Schmeichel, and I think I've just gone with Campbell because uh, Robbo's gone with Peter Schmeichel. Um, just to get Sol a mention. Yeah, I, I, I think he is another one of those players who flies under the radar a lot. Um, but he did win two titles. I mean, he, I think it, it gets maybe his career gets a bit tarnished just because of the move between Arsenal and Tottenham. Um, but if you're talking about a player who was playing in the midst of a brilliant era in the Premier League, an iconic era of great defenders, uh, he played in that Arsenal team that were so good. He was the backbone of the of the defenders uh, for Arsenal and in that Invincibles team, I think. Um, and um, he didn't make it. I mean, he it wasn't going to be Tony Adams for sure. If it was going to be an Arsenal player, it was going to be Sol Campbell. Um, 
But yeah, I did have Schmeichel, like I said, I had Schmeichel, but Sol Campbell, I think I'll put in as my last pick. Um, the man. Yeah, I don't know if you've got a spiel about him. I don't know if you were expecting me to pick him, Adam, but... Yeah. I, I actually, he made my shortlist, so 504 games. Yeah. 20 goals, 15 assists, um, 19 years in the Premier League, two titles, three team of the years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I could only pick one defender, though. Personally, I like that you pick three. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's an interesting yeah. turn of events. Um, the reason I left Schmeichel off, much like Ashley Cole, who actually has a great case to make <sighs> it one day, um, is that like for one, I just I can't give as much credit to a fullback that I would give to a central midfielder or a centre back. It's just a harder position to play. Yeah, um, it just takes more talent to play in central midfield. That's um, why I could never play there. Um, I just, yeah, like Schmeichel for me. So if you go back to Schmeichel, I mean, 310 games, one goal, three assists, five yeah. titles. One goal. You uh, UEFA goalkeeper uh-huh. of the year three times, a really hard award to win when, you've got, when you're a keeper in England. Um, traditionally, keepers in Spain and Italy win those awards. Um, as we know, there is a big UEFA bias in that regard. Um, one team of the year, surprisingly. Um, he won Premier League Player of the Year, though. Also an incredibly hard feat for a goalkeeper. And was in the team of the century. So, um, was there yeah, any other goalkeepers for you guys? Was there like a Van der Sar or a Czech that you felt yeah. should have made the shortlist? Maybe I had that as my what? What the hell was he not on the nominees pick? Was Petr Czech? And I want to. I would love to hear your uh, reasoning behind why the hell that man isn't on that list. Because I don't think you could have Czech without Van der Sar, and I don't think they had room for another two goalkeepers. <laughs> It's beyond me. Yeah, I thought David Seaman, but I mean, yeah, it's there's only one keeper on the team at the end of the day. Yeah, whereas there's ten outfield players, so that's it. It just seems. I I would have liked two goalkeepers on the list. I just don't. Yeah, yeah, I I, I get it. He might not make the list, but he he should be a nominee. Check will always be in. Check will be in. Maybe just not this year. There's there's other players. Yeah, I guess shocking to me. I didn't really want to bring too many forwards from recent years, but yeah. Jack will be in there. Don't worry. That's the only shock to who, me in that whole list. Who were your honourable mentions? Just Absentees. To... No, my mentions. Who, who, who are your who, no? Who are your near misses for your list? You can do yours, Rob. Oh, um, you can go first. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Well, I mean, my list the players that didn't um, in no particular order. You mentioned him just before. Um, best fullback. I think has graced the Premier League. Consistently, uh, Ashley Cole, um, brilliant. Uh, I feel very sorry that he's not on the list, but there's just no room for him. Like you said, it's hard to put a fullback there. Um, but Gary new... Neville, no, Ashley Cole, he's the man. Ashley Cole's the man, and I, I feel I feel bad for him because I feel he he actually flies under the radar a lot just because of his position. Um, yeah, he's he's a good one to have. Yeah, and you got to remember yeah. he was a, he was in that strong Arsenal team, and he was a part of that. Even though he was a fullback, he was the, he's part of that Chelsea backbone. I think people seem to underestimate that he was part of that team in terms of how integral he was in uh, you know in being in that Chelsea team. And he, he, he even even in a sense in that Champions League final in 2012, he goes he he went underrated. He was phenomenal in that game, brilliant. Um, 
uh, yeah, it, it's harsh. It, it pains me. I couldn't have a third Chelsea player in there personally. I couldn't have him there because he was a left back, and I know he was not going to make the team. And I feel very sorry for that. But he was there. The other ones we already brought up, which were Patrick Vieira, who didn't make my list, uh, Peter Schmeichel in the end, which didn't make my list, and also Roy Keane. So why did you leave Keane and Vieira off? Was it a case of both on or both off? Yeah, that was the that was the reasoning I was able to live with my decision. As if I couldn't have one, I couldn't have both sort of thing. Um, but yeah, they're both on my honourable mentions list. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, my, my, couldn't my big shock out of that is where's Didier Drogba for you? So Yeah, I thought you'd definitely have him. No, I mean, so, I think can you we know Can we quickly why. rattle off? Yeah. So 04 to 2012, then 2014 to 2015. 254 games, yeah. 104 goals, 28, 54 mm. assists, 31st. Mm-hmm. Won four titles, one more than Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth in the Ballon d'Or, fourth and then sixth in World Player of the Year. Second, oh, sorry, two Footballer of the Years, two Golden Boots, one Assist Leader, two Team of the Years, two Player of the Years, and two Team of the Years. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, trust me. I bet you wish you included each, him. Uh, you included him. Each sure. no, no. I thought about it in depth. Of course, I did. Each 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 time you talk, <laughs> Adam, it, it it hurts. But um, I couldn't fit another Chelsea man. I didn't think it would be, it would be fair. Um, and what Drogba has in my heart, he always will. But he was a cup game player. He was the big man, the moment man, the reason we won the Champions League. Purely, pretty much. Um, his goals in the FA Cup, his goals in every cup final that I can remember at Wembley. Uh, he was the man. Uh, but like you said earlier on when I was taking my picks, that that spine was so strong for Chelsea. And it was it's hard to it was hard to pick the two ahead of him, being Terry and Lamps. Um, but purely because of his 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 uh Lampard and Terry were consistent. Uh Drogba was inconsistent. And certainly at the start of his career. Uh, he did win a golden boot. He was prolific in that 2010 season with Ancelotti. 29, um, 29 goals that year. Yeah, which brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And he, because of his slow start and his, um, yeah, that was the only reason I could leave him out. Um, and it's hard because we Premier League strikers like that don't come around too often. Um, we don't see many of them at all these days. And I miss him. Dreadfully, if he was funny enough, if you say a player I want back, I would say him probably uh, in that team that we have like, even now. You know what I mean? If you look at the modern Chelsea team, and I missed him ever since he left, and it's like a heartbreak. But if you're going to look at it, if I try and look at an unbiased, and I look at it from the outset, he didn't make the list for me. Um, he was in the top ten, obviously, but I couldn't put my hand in my heart and put him in there. Especially just just Premier League esque. I just had to be like that. So. Yeah, I mean, for me, my near misses, Dennis Bergkamp, Sol Campbell, Eric Cantona, uh, Michael Owen, Peter Schmeichel. Yeah. Mine. Was Drogba in there, did you say? Was that, did you mention, though? Didn't make your yeah, list? Yeah, yeah, but I knew I never was going to put him on, you know what I mean? So um, Tuffy. But I Tuffy, was. Yeah. It, it, his achievements were significant, but um, he was not dominant over a long period of time as an individual, despite yeah. Chelsea's Chelsea's exactly. dominance. And, and it, it's hard, like I think another part of the criteria is um, for some of the guys, not so much for defenders, but for everyone else, is were you the best player on that team? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or either longevity of achievement or mm. singular dominance, so, so like a Steven Gerrard. But no titles, yeah. no Hall of Fame. Yeah. So. 
Iconic, Drogba. Um, Probably the most iconic player in that era, to be honest, for Chelsea, but doesn't make that, that Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his best football came on the tail end of, say, Lampard's. Yeah. So, um, well, at least his most memorable. So, it, it's, it's, a, it's a little tricky. Yeah. But, um, so tricky. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. It was fun doing, but yeah, definitely tricky. It's always super be. tricky. It was almost stressful. I felt like. It, I, it, yeah, it was fun it's, and it's stressful. Like, yeah. Um, like, yeah. it feels like you're disrespecting someone else I when d- you're doing it. Yeah. Um, did you yeah, submit yeah. your vote? I haven't. I'm I going to. Actually. I'm going yeah, yeah. to. I've got I my did. list yeah, ready yeah. to submit. After today, I was going to make the decision. It's funny because I, I took my list into work and I was asking people's opinions on it and trying to get their <laughs> their their list oh, to people. Excuse me, you got a second? Yeah. Well, no, I know the people that like, there's a couple of Villa fans are coming. There's a couple of football fans here that really get into it. And you know what? I thought that would help. That didn't, didn't fucking help one bit. They were useless because they just made it more difficult, to be honest. Yeah. So... You know, I had to be strong-willed and uh, painstakingly had to leave, yeah, the big big drugs out and then a couple of the other honorable mentions. But uh, I had to be real. And, yeah, so that was it. The Premier League Hall of Fame pod is done. It was a heap of fun, um, obviously. <laughs> you can tell listening back now, I was very tired, uh, struggling. I've been working a fair bit lately, obviously. That's why we've been doing less episodes but we will be back later in the week. Looking forward to getting back into the swing of things. And we'll see you soon, guys. Catch you later. And please, please, Carlton, save me. <laughs>